Welcome to the InnerVoice.life podcast. InnerVoice.life, the voice of endurance sports. InnerVoice.life is a showcase of inspiring, moving, and authentic stories from the endurance sports world. We feature athletes who share their internal dialogue to give us a snapshot into their lives as athletes and most importantly, humans. I'm your host, Travis McKenzie. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for today's insight into the inner voice of the wonderful world of endurance sports. Welcome to the InnerVoice.life podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, friend, former training partner, and our very first InnerVoice.life feature from July 2016. Feels like a lifetime ago. Steph Corker, how are you? Uh, Travi, I don't like that intro. The only bit that's not okay is that former training buddy. <laughs> remember doesn't mean doesn't mean forever but it's uh (laughs) the time being taking a little hiatus to be a dad and to uh build this wonderful thing that we've uh, started here within a voice.life um but yeah i agree we need to spend more time uh out on the road together let's make that happen well i i'm happy to be miles behind your wheel so whenever it works sounds good well why don't we start with uh this time together and then we can plan something going forward together when <laughs> okay, the sun's okay. shining i'm so in the moment trav i'm so in the moment right okay. here well, i don't yeah. know if anyone wants to hear us like try and coordinate our schedules uh, no it will take 16 more months right okay um so launching right into it you were our first feature as i mentioned um and before the call we talked about what would be the goal of today's chat and the podcast so that the listener could really get an insight into who Steph Corker is as a human being, um, as an athlete, as a wife, as a sister, as a business owner. But um, I think really important to note that we see the innervoice.life features as a snapshot in time and a moment in time when you can express how you feel using your inner voice And that changes over time. Um, As athletes, we develop tools physically. We develop tools mentally. We become better, different, changed human beings. Um, So I'd love today to get a bit of a retrospective look at your experience um, going through that feature together 16 months ago um, in July of 2016 to now. Like what's changed in your life? Um, And it may not fit into the the few minutes we have together, but um, yeah, I'd love to know what's changed in your life. And if you could do it all over again, what would, uh, what would change? Whoa, loaded question. So before we started this, you said I have three minutes. Are we jamming for three minutes or more than three minutes? You have more than three now. Okay. More than three, but whatever time I have, I'll, I'll give you all of the truth. Um, 
you asked me what has changed in my life since inner voice part one. And what I will tell you is I'm a hell yes for all things, Trav McKenzie, what you're up to yeah, Yes, of course. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into when you asked me for that first um, article and your awesome editor, Cody had reached out. And so I did what I have been really good at always doing. And I just told the truth. And then I saw the article in print and was scared shitless <laughs> and thought the whole world is going to read this trap. Um, and I share that because I guess that inner voice article was the first time where I told the truth without knowing where it was going or what was going to happen. And it was the beginning of the conversation of body image and sport and whatnot. And I look back and it actually feels like a lifetime ago. Um, and I mean, my favorite part is my, my physical weight has probably changed two pounds and I've raced, trained harder than ever and could, I would never say care less because I will always deeply care. Um, just things that I care deeply about have, have changed. Yeah, and, I love that. Uh, you know, it's super cool to be able to record this podcast with you um, because I think we've both been on an entrepreneurial journey uh, with ridiculously supportive partners. Um, thank you, partners. Um, and, and, you know, without being sappy, there aren't many people who I get to tell my, like, I mean, the inner voice or my inner dreams to. And before recording this, I was like, Trav, I'm, I have nothing to share on a podcast anymore. Like, I, I don't know. People just want to know about what it's like coming last and being fat. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about either of those things anymore. And the reason it was so easy to say yes to you is because you actually have been one of the confidants, training buddies, super friends that has, you've always known the, the secret goal and it's like, here's the secret goal and don't tell anyone. And then as like luck and unfortunate fate would have it, we would see each other out on various race courses and the end would come and you would know the results. And what you should know is that many races have not gone to plan and you have witnessed them for me. And what is really special is that the one race that certainly went to plan, as you knew, was that Ironman race back in 2016. So that's super special and, and really neat. And um, I, I hope that, does that answer the question? Yeah, that's great. I think um, what I, I'm like, I have goosebumps and Steph and I are on video now so we can kind of see each other's reaction <laughs> and to like really sit and think like about where I've personally come in that time as well. So like you've taken this trajectory as an athlete, me less so, but more so like, pursuing other goals of, you know, being a dad and, you know, building a family and building a business and like the reward that I get from that and the reward that I get from being able to share your story all that time ago and to like follow that journey along um, is like as good as any athletic goal that, you know, has ever come my way. And um, I think, super cool that, you know, you were our first feature, you said yes without knowing. And I think the value in the features that we do have on, on the site is that it is part of the unknown. Like the people who are committing to saying yes, don't necessarily know how it's going to come out. And when you sit down and you 
really try and delve into your mental aspect of being an athlete and being a, a human being, it, you never really know what's going to come your way. So, you know, I, I appreciate you for that. And I appreciate all of our features for being willing to share so openly. And I think that's where the real value comes for our reader is that there's always something that they can take from that. Um, you know, whether it's the piece of perseverance or it's the, you know, not everything goes right and the results aren't always going to be the way you want them to be. But um, it's a matter of showing up every day and answering the bell and committing to something um, that you don't know the result of. And I think that's, you know, you're a testament to that and that's the way you live your life. Yeah, I I really think that uh, as my dreams get bigger and my wishes for our company get bigger, um, my inner circle has become smaller. And the people who I talk to and who I trust and who I look to have become even smaller. And uh, I'm really fascinated by who we spend our time with. And I think you should be really proud that people are saying yes without knowing because yes to me is the most expensive word that I can say. And I certainly don't say it flippantly. Um, the joke at my wedding actually was that it was a really big deal that I said yes to Dave. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> I do. Yeah. That was a good wedding. That was a, that was a fun wedding. <laughs> that was fun. Um, but I mean it. I mean, of course, I love my man and I, I don't take a yes lightly. And I think that as we explore this world of, of goals and, you know, goals across all spectrums, I care about who's in your yes circle and who is going to know where you want to go and how do you develop the like really deep belief that you can accomplish something um, in sport and in business and everything else. And, uh, I'm, I'm just really fascinated by that world because I can tell you everybody who's on the, when are you going to stop this list? When are you going to do something else list? And uh, I, I'm done with those people. Fair. And I think you make a really good point because, you know, the listener and the reader every one of those people has goals and dreams. Everyone has big things that they're shooting for that potentially they've let go because of those people who are, when are you going to stop that? Or the I'm not good enough, or I can't do that, or I'm, you know, not as fit or as fast as those people. What would be your like one little nugget of advice to someone who's sitting here listening, thinking about the thing that they want to pursue, but don't have the passion or sorry, don't have the, um, un, I guess the unbridled belief in themselves and they've spent too much time listening to the people saying, no, you can't. I need more than one nugget. My first nugget is get off Instagram. Stop comparing yourself to what everyone else is doing, whether it's another athlete, whether it's somebody who looks a certain way, I mean, I like the little nuggets. I certainly go for Insta inspo, but forget the comparison game. So stop comparing yourself. And if you only get to compare yourself to how, who you were yesterday, what would you do today? That has gotten me out of bed every day. And, um, I just think, how can I be like, not to, I don't know if it's Garmin, uh, quote Garmin of beat yesterday, but really if I can be a better Steph today than I was yesterday, what, what do I need to do? 
And that means that if you ate something you shouldn't have eaten, you've forgiven yourself for it. You slept in, you've forgiven yourself for it. You had a great run, today's run's gonna be better for it. And um, the fastest way to a 12 week start line is the next 12 hours. So forget how long it's going to take to accomplish anything. I love that you stumbled over the word passion. Where there is passion, there is purpose. That's it. It wakes me up in the morning. It drives my whole life. I am obsessed with cookies. I am creating a cookie corner at my cabin in Whistler with an 80-year-old man because I want people to ride their bicycles 100 kilometers just for a cookie that I'm going to make them. Well, Steph, you know that I like That's cookies. It. So if you want to send some samples our way, then feel free. And Do you know where there's samples, Travi? In Whistler? Yeah, you just ride your bike 100K. <laughs> you can have all the samples you ever want. Love it. Do, would it work if I drove to the gate in your community and then jumped on my bike and kind of rode in and grabbed a couple of cookies and then shot back off? Would that work? Can I trick you that way? Well, here's the trick, you little lazy <laughs> person. Um it has a lock on it that your Allen key will open. So as long as you keep a bike tool in your car for when you need a lazy cookie convenience, then just use your Allen key and open the lock. I love it. What a, that's so cool. Good for you. Thanks. Just I, one more thing to the list. Well, cookie I'm just going to make cookies every, every weekend. Love it. And I mean, fill up the cookies. Yeah. I mean, we should. And the um, reason I'm doing this is because I want more people to have purpose to riding their bike. And and when you're like, where am I going to ride? You're like, well, I'm going to ride for a cookie. And then all of a sudden, you've ridden 240 kilometers. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Were, and I need amazing. to do a few of those because um, I don't know if you know, but I have signed up for the Dirty Kansas 200 you're mile gravel race bonkers. in June. So I. Um, I have been doing a lot of one hour spin classes, so I'm sure that will translate to 12 plus hours on gravel in the middle of Kansas is my guess. Yep. I think it translates very well. I credit those one hour <laughs> spin classes to getting much stronger on the bike and I'm obsessed. Well, I don't want to say obsessed. I'm really interested in and so terrible at riding gravel. So um, I hear that it's like the new thing and I'm in the market for a gravel bike. First, send me a new TT bike if anybody's listening, but next, I'll get a gravel bike. <laughs> Anyone wants to send Steph a number of bikes, maybe we can trade for cookies. It's no problem. I'm getting dropped by sponsors and still racing. Good for you. Good for you. Self-funded. I love it. Um, now Is there you, any other way? Yeah, not, no. Well, that's, that's another podcast altogether. Um, we, can, we can cover that one at another time. But I Wait, think- you know what? We could riff on this. Do you want to talk about, we don't have to, we'll go your direction, but can we talk about the power of self-funding a dream? Because sure. that is called business. And every business starts with enough guts that say, I'm going to trade my time to try to bring this dream to life. And I think when we package it in the world of like, oh, I'm a professional athlete and I'm self-funded, you're like, you're an entrepreneur running a business. And that means you'll have to do things you might not like very much. And you should be sponsored and living a great life because you're doing something remarkable. And I think the very same thing about running a business. And I might get this sweet opportunity to go and raise some money and some capital for a new idea we have at the Corker Co. this year. And bring it on. I can't wait for 1,000 people to tell me no. Because the few people that tell me yes, 
I mean, it's just going to be the coolest experience. So I think I want to just be very clear that while I'm dropped by my bicycle sponsor, that is not self-deprecating. I am certain I will have another bike to ride this year. And I am so proud to be self-funded. Love it. I, let's as talk about are. it because I, there, I have some strong feelings and thoughts around this as well. And I think um, Cody, uh, who is the editor of our inner voice dot life podcast and um, my business partner has shared some thoughts on this before. And there was an instance a little while ago where um, a pro triathlete in uh, the U S right. started a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter and everyone was up in arms. There was other pro triathletes who were telling her that that's not the way to do it. Um, there was it, armchair legends sharing their own views on how this person should live their life. And in the same month, one of the biggest U S based professional cycling teams started a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter so they could continue to build their team because they lost the sponsor and it was praised as one of the greatest initiatives within the sport. So in, on this one hand, you have this team who is doing the same thing as someone who's just trying to pursue a passion and the, the results and the feelings from the community were very, very different. And I don't think that was fair. Hmm. Um, um, do yeah. you want to start the clock on cutting me off on riffing on this topic? Because this is a something you and I have had deep conversations about uh, and secondly, as a female in this conversation, I feel especially passionate about it. Um, and I have some personal experience that I, I don't feel super, um, it's, it's not totally my place to share some of these experiences, but what I will share from that I, that I do feel comfortable sharing, uh, the, reality of sport is that it creates a foundation for people to live a life they love. And I think that between the world of doping and between the world of corporate conglomerates throwing money incorrectly and, and sometimes people not knowing how to spend the money, it has very much um, tainted something that is beautiful that is called investing in a dream and investing in potential and investing in future. And, uh, I don't agree and don't condone when it's done wrong. And I think it's important to acknowledge that it's not always done correctly. Yep. However, when done correctly, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, um, I think if you knew the amount of money that was being thrown at dead weight advertising and marketing within certain organizations, then you would be dying to put a logo on someone's cycling jersey and say, this is a fraction of the cost for a completely, uh, you know, exponential better ROI. And I think that the more we can inspire people to move and we can have, we can share stories of the struggles that athletes go through um, because then we all get to share in the victory. I mean, of course, it's a no-brainer. The problem is not in the action of raising the money. It's in all of the stories and chitter-chatter on the outside. And, uh, and I think something that is very indicative of the response from the community is, is around gender and how 
if it's a woman or if it's a man that's out for for funding and uh i've recently been doing some some sponsorship work and i i mean maybe i'll just i should write my tombstone now like finally she gave up um because i think it will take until i'm dead to actually give up and most of the time every male i've talked to about sponsorship is just a really quick and fast and hard no and the first woman i spoke to wrote a check for 20 grand yeah and i'm just like what what's gotta give and i'm like bring it on men you can keep saying no uh but at some point in time the future is female and we're awesome and you can invest in us anytime that's what i gotta yeah. say good i like it and i think what i would love to to say is that this is the whole reason why innervoice.life started we wanted to provide a platform for athletes to share stories in a unique and interesting way that made them feel and look human to the totally. audience and we've yeah. had hundreds of thousands of people who have read those features over the last 18 months. And what continues to resonate is that these people are human like you and I. They have big dreams and big goals. They have flaws. They have the whole packet. But we will never, ever give up on giving a platform and a voice to people that need the voice, deserve the voice, and have an interesting voice to share. And I see it as a way that these companies and people who are interested in activating and sharing content can do it in a way that is meaningful. It's not just slapping a logo somewhere. It's not paying for terrible advertising or terrible marketing somewhere that no one sees. It's a way that we can have those people share their voice, attack, to brand to it and make it special, unique, and interesting. And we will continue to do that until we decide to give up. And same as you, like we're not giving up anytime soon. Like this is the ultimate passion for me is to give a platform to people like you, to people like Katie Bowling, to people like Rachel amazing. McBride, people who are amazing human beings who also happen to love and participate in endurance sports at whatever level that is. Yeah. I think it's just, it's, I, I would want to add with great feisty passion that exactly to your point, it's about keeping it human. And it's not that I'm so proud of all of the no's. That's, that's not the point. It's not about rejection. It's about thinking about the entire experience differently. And how do you form relationships with human beings to tell stories that impact other human beings' hearts? And that is the piece that I fear has been clouded, whether it's doping or, you know, brands and, and logos that don't matter. I mean, it's not about a logo. It's about yeah. a story uh, that says I have a set of values and you have a set of values and together we're going to share those in a really special way. Yeah. And, um, and I'm, I'm just excited to renovate what that looks like. And, and it almost comes full circle back to the fact that, you know, you've known a lot of my juicy little dreams. And in fact, I have screenshotted conversations that we've had. And one time you said, I think you can go and win this race. And if you don't win, don't come home. And I won the race. <laughs> and I still look at that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it was the first time I won an amateur overall race. And, and I, I just wish, I mean, I'm, I'm sure 
you probably don't remember ever sending that text. And for all I know, you could have sent that very same text to 10 people that morning that I was racing against, Stephen. <laughs> and um, I just think it's really special to know who's in your corner, whether it's a sponsor, whether it's a friend, maybe it's a coach, who's in your corner to say, yes, I believe. Because what I've experienced is they... The, the people that come out of the woodworks, as soon as you're in name, as soon as you have these followers on social media, then they want to be a part of it. And I just want to know who wants to be a part of my potential and not just my potential, but whomever's potential, you know, yep. and I think it's a really cool time to jump on when you, when you believe and yep. let the results show. And, and part of the journey is, is how you handle the failure. And that's why it doesn't occur to me the people on the, like, when are you going to stop list? Um, because I would never look at somebody who loves their life and says, when are you going to stop living a life you love? That's so silly. Yeah. And, um, and when I look back on 16 months, I, I think, wow, you know, I've, I think I might've done like eight or nine Ironmans in that time. That's pretty bonkers. Uh, but I was going to say, I don't even know how many start lines I've, I've hit in that time. But I, I can tell you it's been hundreds of miles of training and heaps of adventures and lots of airplanes and lots of terrible results. And yet, what joy. Like, what total, total joy. Yeah, I love it. And I think that's the biggest thing is, like, find that passion, find that joy and ride the wave day to day because, you know, it's not always going to be roses and sunshine and unicorns and rainbows and great results, but it's all a part of the journey. And that's what makes it so wonderful. I used to think that was so cliche. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you live in Vancouver, it rains all the time. And now I really get it. Like a special day is a special day. <laughs> I can Absolutely. tell you about all the other hard ones. <laughs> well, that's it. I want to ask that question. I'm putting you on the spot here. And um, in it, I want to put an asterisk and say it doesn't have to be sports related. Um, and, and I don't want you to provide a cliche answer, but what is your greatest day? Whoa, Trav, that's a really big question. Like what has been the greatest day of my life? Yeah. What's your greatest day so far? Oh my gosh. Trav, that might be one of the, the toughest questions I have, I have yet to answer. Um, All right, let's do this then. Let's, I'm going to, let's pause. Here's why it's hard. The reason it's hard is because there have been euphoric moments that, you know, have shaped my life or have shaped how I think the future of my life will be. Um, marrying my husband is a very special day yet you know, we just got back from a trip to New Zealand where we went on this epic hike. And it's not to say that our wedding wasn't special, but when I think of like memories with my man, I'm like, that was amazing. And I think to Ironman Cozumel last fall, I got to travel with Rachel McBride and we were there together and it was the best Ironman race I'd ever had. And yet I got to experience what it was like to be with someone that didn't have the, the day that she was hoping for. And in fact, I, I was a witness to it as we ran this run course together. And so it's almost like 
experiencing the joy and the distraught all in, in one moment. So these are highly emotional experiences in life. Um, I, I think back to every Monday I get to meet with my brother and I, I, it's a Monday morning meeting and I'm like, this is a dream. I get to work for Matt Corker. Full stop. Love it. Love it. But those aren't like one moments in time. Yeah. So. Um, and I did put you on the spot, but what I would love to ask of you, and I'm going to get you to commit to this on air here is I want you to craft a piece for me that talks about your greatest day and we're going to publish it. Trav, past tense. I'll leave it up to you. Best day hasn't happened yet. Well, that's up to your discretion. You can create it how you want it. It can be something that's happened or it's something that's yet to come. But if you want to say yes, not knowing where it's going to end up and not knowing how it's going to turn out, then here's your chance and we're going to publish it. Can I uh, negotiate this? Well, uh, you we're, can say, we're live. This is called you can Entrepreneur say yes, Entrepreneur. You can say yes or no. No, that choice is three. <laughs> you know that. I don't need yes, to teach you this. Yes or no, your three choices. I have a better option. Okay. I'm an entrepreneur. Option three is I have a really sweet dream this year. And in the vein of not many people knowing, not many people know. I will write this out and you can publish it, whether it comes true or not, before the end of 2018. But it cannot be published until a certain date. Deal. Okay. Done. You heard it here first. This is called negotiation. Just tra- teach everybody the beauty that there's always yes, no, and a renegotiation. Yeah, got it. Yes, <laughs> no, and Steph's way. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, uh, okay, well, that's, this is fun. This podcast. No, I think, we've, I think we might have started, we might have created a new little piece there. I think my greatest day could be something that we um, share with people on uh, innervoice.life. I think we've just created something brand new. I love it. I Great. love new. Yeah. Um, Steph, my you are city. awesome. I am so honored to have you in my circle of yeses and um, someone who has been witness to some of my big juicy goals and dreams and things that I haven't shared with a lot of people. Um, and I'm honored to be a part of your inner circle um, I look forward to spending more time with you on the bike. I'm going to ride to your cabin for a couple of cookies um, this coming the few coming few weeks um, and months. And yeah, I am excited to see what you can create this year and what you grow into. And um, thank you. Thank you. It's a true honor, Trav. And uh, yeah, all the best, Steph. And thank you so much for your time. Everyone stay tuned, listen out for future podcasts and also obviously stay tuned for Steph's My Greatest Day coming at you sometime in 2018.
Thank you so much for listening. We really love the opportunity to bring you the most inspiring stories from the world of endurance sports. Please make sure you don't miss a feature. Head to innervoice.life and subscribe. Also, stay tuned to this podcast as we bring you more great content and special guests over the coming weeks and months. Subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and make sure you share with your friends and loved ones. We look forward to sharing more inspiration from innervoice.life, the voice of endurance sports.